Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk, I'm Elson Lloyd, and this is The Daily Download. Welcome back, listeners. Today, you'll be listening to an interview that spotlights the DFW housing market. I'll be interviewing Rogers Healy, the owner and CEO of Rogers Healy & Associates, a DFW-based real estate firm. In this interview, Healy explains how the COVID-19 pandemic has transformed the real estate industry, as well as its impact on home buying demand. According to Healy, thriving housing markets like Dallas, Austin, and Spoken Washington Washington are experiencing such a boom that can only be compared to the wild, wild west. But before we listen, here's a brief word from our sponsor. Extraordinary challenges demand extraordinary solutions. CoreLogic is uniquely positioned to help you navigate this historic disruption. Whether it's virtual home showings, flexible employment verifications, or automated loan modification engines, CoreLogic delivers the data-driven solutions, targeted insights, and deep domain expertise trusted by the nation's most successful mortgage lenders. Explore how CoreLogic can help you today. Visit corelogic.com forward slash COVID-19. Hello, Housing Wire listeners. Today, I am joined with Rogers Healy, who is the owner and CEO of Rogers Healy & Associates, a DFW-based real estate firm. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. What an honor. Of course. Well, Rogers, tell us a little bit about yourself and your company. Sure. So, yeah, I'm a I'm a Texan through and through, and I've been a salesman for my entire life and uh, was was lucky and, and blessed enough to start my company that's still standing. Uh, it's called Rogers Healy and Associates Real Estate. We do residential commercial sales and leasing, and we're based here in North Texas in the booming metropolis of Dallas-Fort Worth. Yeah, just uh, just just been been a grinder my whole life, and luckily have a company full of people that subscribe to the, to the same theory as I do. That's awesome. Thanks for taking time away from that great team to speak with Housing Wire. Um, you mentioned your team was full of grinders. I imagine the COVID nineteen pandemic has made that statement even more true. Actually, my first question for you today is: How has your team navigated the real estate industry's changing landscape due to the COVID nineteen pandemic? I can imagine things have changed either drastically or maybe not at all. So a word that we have become very familiar with, even before COVID, was the word agile. And I used to use the word change a lot. And I learned that a better use of uh, the term is evolve. And so the short of it is we've evolved with our agility fairly quickly. And, you know, a beauty of being an independent owner broker is I don't have to go and put things up the corporate flagpole. And it's really just based off Everything else that we do in life is just a gut, a gut thought and a gut reaction. And we were very well prepared. Um, I am extremely cautious with everything in life, but with the pandemic, I, I'd like to think that I was a, probably a month or two ahead of the rest of the crowd. So we, you know, we took the necessary measures at the beginning, whether it was literally our physical office closing down or it was going virtual with something like Zoom, like we're on today, but um, just kind of being advanced when most people were still freaking out and figuring out what a good short and long-term goal was, we started implementing it before we even closed our offices down on March 11th. So we've just kind of taken it with a grain of salt and it's obviously a unique time in our world, but we looked at it as an opportunity and 
we've seen growth uh, since March that we have not seen in 15 years. And I think it's just in large part due to our leaders and our top producers at our company just really believing in our approach. So yeah, we've been really agile. Obviously, it's been it's been hard and a, and a big part of our company's success revolves around our culture and people just loving each other and being in the same same room, literally, but now our room is virtual. So we've learned how to do it and thankfully we've grown. Although we miss our own version of normal, we have just fully embraced what it looks like now. And like I said, by the grace of God, we've we've continued to succeed. Well, I'm glad to hear your team is doing well. That's great to hear given how the pandemic has impacted every U.S. industry, which actually brings me to my next question. As teams adjust to working remotely, homebuyers have had to adjust as well. I mean, we know data indicates the pandemic has created an uptick in homebuyer migration, and as Texas has become a top destination for relocation, how has this impacted your work as a DFW realtor? Are homebuyers really going out and buying those homes? And what does that mean for volume on the business side? Yeah, so I, I think anywhere, and, and Dallas is, has been just an extreme example of a healthy real estate market the past few years, which maybe that's a, a different question or a different time. But the month of March was interesting. April was brutal. And May, June, and July have proven to be three of the best months we've ever had as a company. So our sales volume, 2019 was the best year we've ever had. And just so y'all have a little bit of context, I started the company in 2006 and we've grown every year substantially, whether it's with agents or volume as far as closed transactions. But year to date, we're up 39% versus 2019, which was a record year. And so I think that that just is proving how stable and how secure our industry is. But um, yeah, I think just kind of in early April, we're all just like, what is going to happen? What are people going to really do? And nature kind of took its course. And, you know, real estate is essential. People are going to always move, but most people want a bigger home or most people want a different setup. And, you know, that has been a benefit to people that are in real estate as a as a career. Well, Texas has become one of the top migrating destinations for a number of reasons, ranging for affordability to job prospects. Have you right. seen, has that impacted your work as a DFW realtor? It, it's it, it's been busy really for the last like I was saying the last few years. Texas has just been the unicorn. It's been an anomaly in Austin, but really more DFW. It's just it's the safest it's the safest real estate city in the country, if not the world, literally. So I, I think. You know, like, like I was saying, the month of April was just slow in general because people in a lot of places weren't even allowed to get out of the house without, you know, without really needing to. And so they're not going to be moving. But we continue to grow as a city. And, and Dallas is the city that you really can't describe it to someone who doesn't understand it. Because even now, still, you're not going to come to Dallas just because you have a weekend off. You're going to come here to visit a family member or to see a concert or go to a, a sporting event. And it's not a destination city, but we continue to get the people that want to move here for, like you said, affordability or, you know, the central location. But I also think Dallas is the next city on the map that just becomes, it's in the same conversation as New York, LA, Chicago, you know, just the major players. And we're, we're seeing this happen right in front of our eyes. So as we discuss migration, we'd be amiss if we didn't talk about housing inventory. A recent right. report from the Real Estate Center at Texas A&M University claims that Texas's housing market is now suffering from an inventory shortage as more Americans either take advantage of low rates or purchase new homes and move to new markets with affordable housing like we discussed earlier. So have you personally seen this trend and how do you think it's faring in other markets across the country? So there's a shortage of inventory across the country in general. 
The thing that surprised me, and I think most people in my position, is the shortage that we've seen that is just it's just hemorrhaging is the shortage of properties in the luxury price point. And again, it's a, it's a relative term. So in cities like DFW, luxury, I would say, is over $2 million. Some cities that are more blue collar, like a Pittsburgh or Oklahoma City, it might be $700,000. So we've seen a, a real shortage of that. But just, you know, in, in general, inventory is down. And days on market have gone down too, just across the country, whether it's in DFW or whether it's in, you know, really any city other than New York City, which is a, a different, you know, just a different case study altogether. So yeah, and again, it's a good problem. But the stuff that people thought was going to happen, it, it was actually the fears were demolished whenever the Fed lowered interest rates to below 3%. And when you give people, you know, incentives that they literally can't, they, they can't deny or they can't push through they make a move. And we've seen people that have moved because of the pandemic, but also because money is so cheap. They're just like, all right, why would I not take advantage of this? Which again, leads to us being busier, but also leads to a problem with just economics 101 of supply and demand. So basically that has to lead to a competition issue. So it must be a really competitive market right now. I've never seen it this busy. Literally, I've never worked this much. And I'm not even talking from an ownership perspective, but just from being a realtor as well, I've never seen it this busy in my career. And it's not one of those things where, you know, I've been through a cycle, a bad one, and you just kind of were waiting for the bottom to fall out. But this is something where it makes complete sense. And we're seeing competitive offer situations like we did, you know, back in like 2007. Uh, and this is just a different situation. Yeah, it's, it's, it's insane. It's extremely busy, especially in markets like Austin and Charlotte and DFW and, you know, Spokane, Washington, just random little pockets where there are junior versions of LA, New York, Chicago, um, Miami, but it, it's, it's been crazy. It's the wild, wild west right now. All right. So I have to ask you this question. What yeah. advice would you give to any realtor or real estate agent right now navigating this crazy market? Work harder and longer than you ever have before. I, um, I consider myself kind of like the Seinfeld of real estate where Seinfeld was a successful show about nothing, but never, you never watch a show like Seinfeld and be like, wow, that was so unique. Right. But <laughs> you're, but it, but it works. And, and my approach is if you put the time in with anything, you're going to become an expert. But if you put the time in and you're vulnerable and you ask for help, especially right now, people are going to go out of their way to help you out. And we see realtors just all across the country. And it, it really frustrates me that, you know, they would rather focus on them posting a selfie on a kitchen countertop versus a listing that they've sold. And if you shift your mindset to really asking your network for help versus pretending like you're successful, something really special happens. And the people that I've seen that have really, really, really worked hard, especially recently, they're benefiting from it greatly. And it's been really cool to watch. Well, now I have to ask, what advice would you lend to any real estate agents or realtors listening to this interview? Like, how could you best advise them to navigate this crisis? We're not in this. So I think a really good piece of homework for everybody in real estate is to watch the movie, The Big Short. And The, the Big Short was when the housing crisis obviously happened. Some people shorted the market, made a lot of money. But when that was going on and I was living in it as a realtor, every day was just kind of like walking on thin ice, just hoping that it wasn't going to crack. This is not one of those situations. This is something where it's stable. People are lending money to qualified borrowers and there's a shortage of inventory and home builders cannot build quick enough to keep up with the expectations 
and the demand, especially for millennials, where there's a million millennials this year alone turning 40. So real estate is as safe as it's ever been, especially on the residential side. So I think people just waiting, whether it's buyers waiting for it to slow down or realtors waiting to enter the market when there's not as much competition, you got to get in now. And the sense of urgency right now is crucial, really more so than ever before. It's only going to get harder and the competition is only going to get you know more experienced and stronger, which makes it fun to know that if you survive right now, you know you're truly great. Well, thank you, Rogers. Thank you for having me. Right. Listeners, I hope this conversation was insightful for you. Thank you again for listening. Thanks for listening to the daily download today. If you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on the news of the day as we continue to share the hottest topics in the industry every weekday. Lastly, we just launched the August Housing Wire magazine that features a complete redesign in all new sections. And if you sign up now, you can help us give back to the NBA's Open Doors Foundation since we're donating $5 for everyone who posts a photo of them with the August magazine issue, tags us, and uses the hashtag HWGivesBack2020. And yes, you can take a digital picture of the issue as well as a selfie. So with that, it's a wrap on today's episode of the Daily Download and catch everyone here again.